Welcome to You're Still Away. We're two bogey golfers, and this is the year we get good at golf. No more regretting golf trips because our games don't hold up. No more getting frustrated when we're supposed to be having fun. This year, we're on a quest to slash our handicaps in half. Let's check in and see how we're doing. All right. How are we doing, everybody? Welcome to You're Still Away. I think that's what we're going to end up calling this thing. This is Brian. And this is Billy. And uh, we really appreciate you guys coming on for the next episode. Um, it's been a couple weeks, Bill, since we chatted. Uh, I want to say we both played twice since then. One, one time we played together, and we've also played once separately. The round we played together was over at Eagle Chase. That was my, uh, my birthday round. You were kind enough to, to treat me to a round on my birthday. And uh, we had never played Eagle Chase before. It was our first time out there. So what did what, you think? Well, I mean, besides the obvious of it being so incredibly slow and frustrating, um, nice course, you know, like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Charlotte courses tend to all kind of look the same after a while. There's not much terrain. Um, This was, you know, a little further out in the country, a little bit more hilly, a lot of elevation changes, felt a little mountain golfy for only being, you know, half hour, 45 minutes away, whatever it was. So yeah, overall, I mean, great course. I was actually looking at their website, Tom Jackson Design. I mean, I'd yeah. love to go back, but just brutal, brutally, brutally slow. It, it was brutally slow. So so yeah, to focus on the positives for a minute, it was it was a really nice track as far as the design was different than Charlotte. It was it was really well kept. I mean, the practice green was perfect. The greens were great. It was February, so you know the fairways haven't grown in yet, but you could tell they keep them nice and they're going to look real good in a month or so. Um, but yeah, what a, what a slow round out there. We were on pace for about six hours. Uh, we knew we were in trouble on the very first tee when the, the, the group in front of us canceled, didn't show up. So the group, so the group in front of them who ended up being the group in front of us, they should have been well on their way on a par five and, uh, they hadn't even taken their, their second shots yet. So that was, that started the tone to the point where, on the second tee box, I think yeah, it was second tee box. We actually uh, we actually called the shop. I, I think that might be the first time I've done that. Well, um, in, it was bad. In all, in all fairness, too, before we teed off, you know, the old marshal laying down his rules specifically said no mulligans. Right, that's right. He did absolutely no mulligans. And then we're on the second tee box, and it's up on a cliff. You know, it probably had a good what 60, 70 foot drop. You yeah, can see the yeah. fairway. You can see the green. You can see everything. And there's a lake off to the left. And I want to say all four guys put it in the lake and all four of them took a mulligan of the mulligans. I think two guys put it in the lake again. And then they, they took mulligans again. Like it was just absurd. Yeah, it really was. They, they, they finally get down there and they're searching along the water's edge for a good five minutes. And they, they I mean, they saw us like standing behind them. It wasn't, you know, this wasn't. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They did not uh, care. We, we actually had the group come up behind us and they were kind of giving us the, the evil eye. And I was like, hey, guys, it is not us. So like, you know, you got to you got to take a look at these guys in front of us. And uh, yeah, it, it was it was pretty obvious to, to both of our groups that it was the group in front of us slowing everything down. So the marshal did come out on the third hole. He did come out and he, he chatted with them for a second. Um, of course, <laughs> you know, we're not great golfers. We're bogey golfers, you know, handicaps 2021. 20, um, but we nailed that par three. I mean, we, we I think we both stuck it within within 10 feet. 
So the marshal had spoken to the group in front of us. Then he ch chats with us and he's like, oh, you guys are just good. That's why you're, you're pushing up on them. You guys are just really good golfers and they're not that good. And we're like, no, nah, man, that's, that's not is what happened in here. Um, so yeah, he even said um, that they were close to pace, right? I mean, I think it was, yeah, it, it, was it was over an hour for three holes. It was over an hour to play three holes. So yeah. dude, there's no way that, I mean, if that's pace, um, you know, yeah. like I said, I, it's not really in my personality to call the pro shop. Um, I don't know. Maybe we could have just been like, guys, hurry up. Uh, I, I, there was sort of in their defense. It was crowded. So it's not like we could have just skipped them. But they, there was room, plenty of room between them and the group in front of them. Oh, yeah. There was a there was a good hole and a half in between them and the group in front of them. But. But yeah, so we did. We only we only played nine, right? They were cool enough to give us a rain check, so we can go back there during the week one time and uh, and maybe play the back nine. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought the course was nice. I was glad to get out. I actually had some back issues going on that day, so only playing nine might have been a blessing in disguise. Um, you know, we had fun, but but that that can sour a day. And I think both of us are, you know, this is the year we want to get good, but it's also the year we want to have more fun with it. Right. Like I, I'm, I don't want to be frustrated on the course. I don't want to be mad at myself for a bad shot. I don't want to be mad at the group in front of me for playing slow. Um, I feel like playing slow is the one sin in golf though. Uh, I don't care. You want, you want to wear, you know, I, I don't care how you dress. I don't care if you've got iron head covers. I don't, I don't care what you're doing. You can't play slow. Yeah. Well, the thing is too, I think there's a difference between like, you know, I've played some slow rounds. I've been the slow group sometimes. And there's a little bit of difference of, all right, you pull up to your ball and you wait, you know, 30 seconds and then you hit. I mean, this was full on pulling up to a tee box and having to wait 10, 12 minutes before we even get the tee off because it would take them 10, 12 minutes to, to hit their second shot. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it was absurd. It was the most absurd for nine I've ever holes. experienced yeah. for nine holes. Every time we pulled up to it, it was like, Oh, they had to get some space this time. It took a while. And I don't, Nope. Didn't matter. It didn't matter yeah. how long we, we took playing a hole. We pulled up to the next D box and they were teeing off. I, I don't yeah. understand it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I didn't really understand it either. So I think I we just know stay away from there on the weekends. Yeah. It was a little mountainy, but you could, well, because of the elevation changes, you could see the entire hole and like every hole they were playing had no group on the hole. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. And, and, and like you said, you know, it, you know, I think getting better is obviously, you know, handicap and scores and things like that. But I, I do think getting better is also a huge like mental game. And I'm almost a little disappointed in myself for like getting so thrown off and frustrated where you gotta. Mm -hmm those are on you know intangibles that you're going to have to learn to deal with yeah by the second hole we were we were toast there was no way we were going to have a good time like you know like like walk away just like that was awesome and and it, it plays into your game it, it's going to affect how you're playing and then it just becomes a, a vicious cycle and yeah i think that's something both of us should should work on a little bit yeah positive I, I, I remember when we were waiting on the second tee box i said i was like listen i'm just gonna resign to i'm playing nine today in three three and a half hours instead of trying to like rush through 18 and have that feeling so right it did help a little bit i was yep. pretty, pretty certain we weren't gonna you know we were just playing nine yep. and, i mean we were there for over three yep. hours so all right in in danger of this podcast becoming too slow with us talking about slow play the whole time i'm going to switch the topic up on you how'd you hit it that day how'd you feel about your game actually driving the ball maybe it was like the elevation that was the best i've driven the ball probably you, ever 
you were crushing it. You really yeah, were. You were part. crushing it. And it was straight. Yeah. And that's the thing. Every drive found the fairway. There was that one par four. If I knew the course, I would have never hit driver because it got really narrow in like the landing area. But it worked mm-hmm. out that day because my drives are going straight. I mean, for yep. me, I know I had one that was like 250, which for me, straight 250. Shit, I'll, I mean, I'll take that all day. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, I'm getting jealous of your driver, man. I, I've been at the range the last couple of days and I got to, I got to get this fixed, man. I'm getting yeah. on my strike plan. I'm talking, you know, I'm hanging out with Adam Young. I got to get this fixed. I got to get it fixed. Yeah. You should have seen him when you were out in Vegas. I think that's Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's true. So yeah, actually I'll get to Vegas cause that's where my second round was, but, um, but yeah, I would say, I thought you hit the ball. Like your ball striking was great, especially off the tee. Um, I did okay off the tee. I had that the one hole where it narrowed and you, and you hit a nice drive where you probably wouldn't have hit your driver if you knew how much that fairway narrowed. I actually did hit my three wood there and I smoked it. I think I found a yeah. speed slot, a slot or something. And I had a great, you know, I think I had like a, you know, might've been like 101 in. So, so you know, my three wood worked out pretty good there. Uh, but I didn't get off the tee great. I'm struggling getting off the tee. I feel like my irons were really good that day, but that was really about it. Getting off the tee, short game, and putting were all pretty rough. Yeah, and you're not going to drop. Uh, you're not going to drop strokes with with that. Yeah, I mean, our plan was you know play 18, play a little match play or dots or something, and talk about it. But we kind of scraped the gambling and all that when we realized you know how slow it was but i do remember i parked that par three where the marshal said that we were good yep yep stuck the green pretty decent two putt you know from i don't know 30 feet or whatever it was i had a really nice shot like around like a tree that landed right in front of the green i kind of tried to put a little curve on it and actually worked out um you know probably a shot that's way over my skill level but <laughs> worked out for once but there you go. honestly like I've kind of just put in that round out of memory. I don't, I don't remember too much. Yeah. And really the driving, I don't really remember a ton of the holes. Or the yeah. Shots. Yeah. At this point it was a while ago anyway. So, so, all right. So let's just move on to the next round. Um, so like you mentioned, I did go to Vegas. Um, it was just kind of a, a, I needed a COVID mental health break. I had a buddy of mine who was going to be there. I just decided, all right, I'm going to go, I'll meet him and uh, you know, we'll play some poker and, he doesn't golf, but I, I was able to get out for a round. So I did go out to Stallion Mountain, uh, made famous by the guys over at Chasing Scratch. But uh, it, it's a great, great spot. I think I texted you when I was on the course. Um, if we lived in Vegas, this would be our course. Like, you, you know, the the practice area was phenomenal. Like a great chipping green, great putting green. You know, driving range a driving range, but a very nice driving range. Uh, and you don't see too many spots where you can chip onto a real green. So you can practice, you know, how much it's going to roll out and really judge whether it's going to go into the hole or not. And they had, they had a great chipping green. Um, course was in phenomenal shape. Everything was green. Everything was fast. Uh, it was very firm and fast, especially coming from Charlotte where uh, everything here is soaking wet. So uh, being out in the desert, it was, it was hard as a rock, which for me, I love that golf. I, I prefer when I'm 80 yards out to hit a low one and, you know, kind of take my eight iron and bump and run it up there. Uh, so I got, I had the opportunity to do that a few times and really kind of play with using the ground, which, which was, which was awesome. So, so yeah, I really, I like the track over there when your round was, was over at Stonebridge, right? Yeah. Mine was at Stonebridge. Um, but we, we could talk about yours a little bit. So I, I think you texted me. We said, what, uh, couple of pars, couple of bogeys, a par and an X. 
Yes, there was one X in there. So, so <laughs> it, it was really cool. So I, I got there early. I used the practice facility for a little while. I really just wanted to get out of the casino and, you know, be outside, take my mask off and enjoy the sunshine. So I got there early. Uh, I was using the practice facility for a while. Then when it was time to go to go play, when I got to the first tee, I knew I was paired up with, with, with two other people, he said. So when I got out there, it ended up being a guy and his daughter. And he was like, oh, you know, I'm just out here with my young daughter. I'm trying to teach her. If you want to go ahead, go ahead. So I was kind of like, sweet. You know, I go out by myself, mess around, uh, you know, turn it. I was going to be a practice round either way, but, you know, hit a couple of extra balls, do whatever I want to do. So I got out on, on the first hole. I, I, I hit a great drive. I hit a, a great approach shot. It ended up just maybe two or three yards off the green to the left. There were actually two bunkers there, but um, there was a strip of grass in between the two bunkers. So I, I was not in a bunker. It was a, a easy, just tap on uh, two putt bogey and, you know, we're walking away. Two putt bogey should probably be my middle name. But um, so then on the second hole was par five. And uh, actually I parred this one. This was a, a great hole. Uh, every, every shot was great. There's not much to say. Uh, it was wide open though. The, the hole's right in front of you. There's no dog legs and no nothing. It's just a straight par five hit a good drive. It was off the fairway a little bit to the right, but being out in the desert, that's not that big a deal. It's not like the rough was real high, you know, almost, there was almost like no OB. It was just, right. Uh, so Gotta love that. yeah. Piece of cake, hit a four iron, um, you know, four, laid up, hit a four iron, left me about a hundred, hundred yard shot in, hit a great approach, landed it on, on the green, maybe 25 feet away from the pin. And then uh, two putted for the par there. At that yeah. point, but, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm all, you know, one over, one over after two, you know, I'll take it. Um, so the group in front of me was not on the next tee yet at that point, though. There was four guys in front of me and uh, and they were like, hey, if you want to go, go. But I could see the tee box and there was nowhere to go. So I'm like, I ah, don't worry about it. You guys do your thing. And uh, so they went up. I just did some uh, practice putting on the green there for a little while. Then I went up. And uh, they were still there and the group in front of them had barely finished. So they're like, Hey man, just join us and we'll play as a five. If you get an opportunity to go off in front of the group in front of us, go for it. Um, you know, but otherwise just play as a five. Cause we were keeping up with the, with the group in front of us. So again, you had some slow players out there and these guys, but these guys I ended up playing with were salt of the earth. Awesome Vegas dudes. Like they, they were older, you know, most, I think two of them were retired. Two of them were still working. Um, but they were just salt of the earth. Awesome guys. I mean, one guy is like missing teeth all over the place. <laughs> he was like from Texas. He'd been in Vegas for years. He actually had lived in South Carolina for a while. So we were talking a little bit about South Carolina. He was Johnny. Um, so we had a good time playing as a five. Uh, that was a part of I'm playing as five. I, I only played nine. Right. But I will say at no point did I feel like us being a five slowed down people behind us. Yeah. We were still right on the ass of the people in front of us. And these guys were getting all fired. He's like, oh, they must be members. Rah, 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 rah. They're out here ruining it for everybody. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but because I guess it's like a semi-private or semi-public course, whatever. But um, but yeah, they were fun to play with. So it was par three. I parred that. So you know, now I'm rolling. Then uh, the next hole was a par four. I don't remember this par four too much, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I'm not going to remember that one. Then the next hole was a par three, and I bogeyed that one. I, I hit a pretty good shot off the tee, but I was off to the right a little bit. 
had maybe about a 20 yard chip to get, to get back onto the green, got on. And actually now that I think about it, I think I did three putt that for a double there. Yeah. I had a couple of three putts. I was playing with rental clubs, um, which they were great clubs. They were all in great shape, but man, I could not get a feel on this putter. It was one of them big odyssey putters like and you know me i got the little skinny blade yeah, putter got, from yeah, 2001 <laughs> and this, yeah. yeah it was a big mallet odyssey putter it, it just I, I couldn't get a feel for it so i did i three putted that that green that which they, that gave me a double oh well, let's be honest my, my putting could use improvement i i i can three putt with the scotty as well that is for sure um, but the, I, I definitely felt weird with that putter, but, uh, but yeah, I, I was going to have a three putt if I had my own clubs, you know, at some point in the round or, you know, five or six times in the round. Um, but yeah, so that was a double. The next one, the par five was, was the X and it was, it was hilarious. I just, I just couldn't get a good, I, I hit my drive. I wouldn't say it was a slice. It was more like a block and, uh, it was, so it was off to the left, like way left, like almost other hole left. Uh, but again, being the desert, it's pretty wide open. There wasn't a lot of trees. So, uh, you know, I had a, a pretty decent shot to get it back on the fairway. But as you know, with my regular clubs, I don't, I don't ever hit my hybrid. I hate the hybrid. I, I think I even took it out of the bag. Uh, but with this new set, I was like, oh, let me give the hybrid a shot. You know, maybe, this, well, maybe were they? they were uh, Callaway, the driver and the three wheel were Callaway Epic. I think the, I think the hybrid was a rogue. Is that, does that make sense? Callaway rogue. I don't really keep up on the the latest and greatest in technology is rogue like a callaway line yeah yeah rogues callaway as well you know what though Um, i don't know if it's epic rogue or i I don't know but they're different they're different yeah the hybrid was a rogue epic irons but um so that would make sense yeah yeah the hybrid was a rogue and then um I still couldn't hit it, you know, save you the suspense. I I could not hit this hybrid. (laughs) So I just chunked it about 30 yards forward. Then I had a shot that was, you know, the ball was up above my feet by about three feet. It was like hitting off a baseball tee. And I chunked that one forward, maybe 30 yards. At which point, Johnny, who was as far left as I was off the tee, turns to me. He's like, man, this hole's just kicking your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I couldn't even disagree with him. I couldn't even disagree with him. Awesome. Say, what's so, up? You went bogey. And then I think you said par, par, bogey, or maybe double. But for you, and I, I mean this in a good way, getting paired up with people and then going par par, par bogey. Yes. Sometimes you have a little bit of a uh, mental uh, handicap there. I totally, totally agree with you. And actually, when I was on the on the practice facility before, you know, I thought I was going to be paired up with people. So I was mentally adjusting. I was like, hey, man, just go out and have fun. Who cares? You know, like, just, just have a good time. So I was kind of ready for it. But you're right. It, it worked out well. And we were actually, all right, this will, this will throw you for a loop. So there was another guy in the group. Uh, I think this was Eddie. And um, when we were hitting drives off of, it would have been our second hole together. So it would have been the par four that I'm having trouble remembering. But um, I hit a pretty good drive. It wasn't a great drive. I, I, I sliced it a bit on that one. But uh, he's like, man, you have a nice looking swing. He's like, it's just uh, the contact's a little off. So, so contact being the most important part, I think uh, I need to try and fix that. But, uh, you know, it was nice for him to just say, hey, you got a pretty good looking swing. It ma- makes me feel like I don't at least look like a, a giant yeah, out there, you know, compliment. So, you know, a little left handed, but that's OK. I'm left handed. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, on the par five, I just took an X. Then we finished up on the par fours. Actually, so the next hole after my X, I had a great hole. It was a short par four. Uh, and I smoked my drive there. Like I, I smoked it. 
And um, yeah, it was really cool. I was typically, especially probably because I had 30 yards worth of, of slice going in there. I was the last guy to hit, but on, on that hole, I was um, usually the first guy to hit on that hole. I was the last guy to hit. I, I drove it the furthest, which was kind of cool. And um, trying to think now, yeah, the approach, I was definitely on in two and I'm pretty sure I two putted it. So that would have been a par, which was awesome. Um, oh, I got a Molly Button story for you on number eight here, though. So on eight, cool par four. It, it dog leg left, and it was almost like a crescent. Wait, uh, wait, wait, hold on one second, though. For people who may not know, <laughs> Molly Buttons comes from us playing Top Hill Farm. I think it was Strance's first course. Very fun course. You know, obviously Tobacco Road's famous one, but Top Hill Farm, not far away. A lot of fun. But anyway, there's a, you know, they named the holes. I don't remember what the name of the hole was. The, yeah, me either. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll try and look it up. Buttons for whatever reason. But not much to it. You get the ball out in the fairway. You're left with, you know, 120, 130-yard shot. And there's, like, a decently wide, like, canal creek-looking type thing where that's, like, 20 yards in front of you. And so, for now on, it's, whenever you just, like, chunk the ball 20, 30 yards into, like, the hazard, specifically the water right in front of you, that no way should ever come into yeah. play. Yeah, because that water is totally not in play. Like, it, yeah. it's, like, not in play at all. Right. Yeah. But yeah, last time we played it, actually, you, you, you I molly buttons myself right into the freaking water because I'm a mental, you know, uh, I don't know, mental whatever. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, that's a molly buttons when you completely just, you know, take a hazard that's not in play and, and put it in play. You, you tend to molly buttons yourself. <laughs> I'm trying to look. What hole is that on Todd Hill? Do you remember? I think it was either eight or uh, something. 616 it's called betty mcgee and <laughs> i think we just couldn't remember the name of the hole we were like ah molly buttons yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might have had a couple of uh, shots that day um but yeah yeah so that that's where we, we might have to rename uh molly buttons to betty mcgee but uh, we'll wow. see yeah so but, anyway but anyway so on that par four it's like a, a dog leg left almost like a crescent and it's got a lake on the left hand side and and these guys all hit their drives you know pretty safely on the right i actually hit a bb a really good one down the left side and from looking at the yardage book i think it said the water was going to be like 304 so i was like out oh, of water is not in play and i don't know how far it carried but it was a good one for me so maybe it carried 250 and then the ball disappeared. We couldn't see it anymore. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, is that water closer than we thought? You know, like what's going on? And then I drove up there and it's, it comes down on a hill. It's almost like a speed slot again. It comes down on a hill and then there's like a nice platform and then the lake and the green on the other side of the lake. So if you're confident hitting your second shot over the lake, you don't have to avoid it like the other guys did, <clears throat> excuse me, hitting off to the right. It was a, it was a 104 yard shot. So again, this water is not really in play. If it was 104 to the to the flag, it might have been 80 to carry the water. Right. Ka-chunk, right in the you know, <laughs> 60 yards, boom, right in the middle of the pond. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Every time there's just there's just yeah. a little bit of water instead of instead of just grass. It just it, it, it's it's totally not in play. And yeah. then and to make it worse, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to drop one. And now I'm going to show these guys I can hit this shot because this is a nothing shot. Pressure's off. Just hit it like you're at the range, I'm telling myself, you know. Plunk, second one goes in the water. <laughs> so well, at that I, point, I finally just, you know, dropped up where it went in. And 
was- yeah, I mean, qu- you know, quite honestly, our goal for this season is to cut our handicaps in half. I, those are just the shots that that can't happen. They got to go. Know, if it's grass, you chunk it. Okay, you could still be on three, two putt bogey, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. But as soon as you just chunk it in the water and totally, not only are you totally wasting the shot, then you got the penalty and it's just, it's a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Turning fours and fives into seven and eights. and it, Exactly. And I, I think there's like an after effect as well, because then, you know, at that point, I'm like, man, I hit a great drive. These guys are all like, oh, man, I want to drive. And I chunked the next two into the water, look like a jackass. You can't tell me I wasn't thinking about it on the ninth hole. You, you know, like it was right. Yeah, it was just, uh, uh, and then the ninth hole was just kind of like a, a standard, you know, kind of straight in front of you, par four. I think um, I bogeyed it just three shots to get onto the green. I think my third shot was maybe from like 40 yards or so um, two putt part it. And then I was, I was out of there. Those guys kept going, but I was going to get back, had some poker to play. Nice. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Not a terrible uh, little break there. No, it was great. I was probably out of the hotel for a good four or five hours and, and just uh, enjoyed some, some desert air and some sunshine. So I had a good time. I had a good time. Uh, Vegas in, was it March, end of February? Uh, it, was, it was perfect, man. It was 72, sunny. Yeah. yeah it, it was It was a perfect day. It really was. Although it's starting to get that here. I feel like places might start to start drying out. Yes. Yeah, we've gotten a good stretch, but it's been about a week now with no rain, which is uh, it's like a world record in Charlotte right now. And, uh, and the weather's looking good moving forward. So, yeah, I think these places are going to dry out. Grass is going to start growing and time to play which you did play you played um at a charlotte course right over at stonebridge kind of our unofficial home course i guess yeah exactly yeah so um you didn't play because you had just gotten back from vegas yes like that day but uh you know for people i played with a friend who came in from out of town um so i wrote he had to rent clubs so i roll up he loads up my bag full of a, of a 12 pack. I'm like, dude, I got to drive. Like I'll have, <laughs> you know, but, um, so right away I knew it wasn't going to be like, you know, super serious round or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, Stonebridge, you know, we teed off on, on 10, which is going to be number one. Um, not the greatest drive, but I'm in the fairway. I just missed the green. Uh, I chunk it. For people who don't know, I've been trying uh, trying to get better with chipping. All my ball closer to the hole. So I have, I have a different, little bit of a different setup and swing. And uh, it has. Is this been, the, uh, the Justin Rose one? Is that what you're talking about there? Yeah, or, or more. It's yeah. a, a tip from, I don't know, you should probably stop chasing golf digest tips or whatever it is. But there's an article from, yeah, it's sort of like that. Um, I've actually kind of changed it. I, I It was so bad the round before, I guess, when we played. I, that's what I do remember about that incredibly slow round. My chipping was just so pathetic. I was like, one YouTube, I don't watch a lot of YouTube swing videos, but one guy I do like, I, I looked up, he had a video called Back to Basics Chipping. Mm-hmm. And then he has a Back to Basics uh, Pitching, and Chris Ryan, British guy. Um, but great teacher you know not so much you know i don't really go for swing type of swing thoughts but um yeah you're not a big mechanics guy Um, yeah yeah i was like my chipping was just so lost i looked at those videos and so anyway first hole i I skull one over the freaking green into the water 
take a nine on the first hole. And I think I told you, I was just like, all right, pull your head out of your, you know what? And like, you know how to chip, just like stop with this nonsense and actually mm-hmm. end up putting it together. <laughs> and no, uh, no swing thoughts, man. No swing thoughts. Yep. Yeah. So the rest of that nine, I mean, I, I take a nine on the first hole. Then I, then I went bogey, par, par, bogey, bogey. Nice. Yeah. And then, um, went up tripling you know, 18, which for me was nine. So I, I think I shot a 50, 45. Okay. We'll take that 45. Yeah. And I, I mean, for taking a nine on the first hole. Yeah. Yeah. You turn that into a five and uh, that's 45, yeah, and 45. On the last hole, you know, I was pretty happy with how I was striking the ball in between that. Um, again, I mean, back so- so when you cheat off, your number one was the real number ten over there. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Dude, not, that hole is. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. Like six no, should be no, the max on that hole. Yeah. You know, I was ten. You know, a little bit. You know, it was an uphill little chip shot, but like nothing. And it's a big green. It's not like I'm trying to hit the poster stand. I just sculled it over into the yeah, lake. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it to- totally happens. I'm just trying to say. You turn that nine into like let, let's not even give you a par. I that whole last time I played. Yeah, yeah. You give the, you give yourself a five or a six on that one instead of fifty. You're looking at you know forty five, forty six. Yeah, forty five, forty five. You're shooting ninety. You're pretty happy. Yeah, birdied that whole last time I played it. Great. Yeah. You know, every round's different, this or that. But I mean, yeah, six shots yeah. off on that yeah. one hole, and I'm looking at yeah. a, I'm breaking ninety. I'm looking at a forty four. Yeah, that one skull. That one skull blew it up yeah. on you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? It's totally amazing. But I, overall, I mean, I think I think Steve told you my freaking putter was on fire. Yes. Well, you so, got a new putter, right? So this is your second round with the new putter, or first round? Yeah, my first putt with that putter was on was on number ten. Like I hit a forty footer for birdie. Nice. Playing with three strangers, I'm like, dude, that's the first putt with this putter. <laughs> Just practice. They were like, shit. I think you found a winner. Yeah, love love that putter, Cleveland Huntington Beach. It's a milled CNC milled putter. I think it was 140 bucks, and I sold an old club. I went get it for like 100 bucks. It honestly might be one of the the best deals in golf for as far as finding a, a CNC milled putter for even 150 full price doesn't happen too often. Scotties are CNC milled and mm-hmm. 500 bucks, you know. Yeah, yeah. Scotty, <laughs> Scotty may have an inflated view of, of himself, but uh yeah, I'm not gonna bash Scotty. I wish you could afford one, but if you can't, I, I recommend yeah. the uh yeah, the Cleveland, the Cleveland line. Um yes, love it. But anyway, yeah. So then after that, uh, back didn't start great, triple triple start, but then I had five pars on the back. Nice. You you kind of oh actually the back is re- the real front, right? The real front. Okay, because the real back, you're, you're always pretty solid on. Um, so, all right, so the real front, you went triple, triple. All right, so I got... So we just officially switch it so we don't have to talk about the real front. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. We tee off a of 10. I don't know why they originally designed it like that. And, and right now they're officially switching it. They just got to get, like, new scorecards and new plaques and all that type of crap. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll probably wait until they're done with all the scorecards they have, is my guess. Um because they're actually, uh, he was telling me, the GM over there was telling me they're going to close uh, next summer for about two months. They're putting okay. in new greens. Yeah. That's so that, that, that might be the spot where they do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the summer. You probably play less, you know, hopefully, you know, they close in August, July and August. Yeah. That's what he's, that's what he's looking at. Yeah. 
But yeah, five pars on the back. Um, yeah, that's sweet. Seven pars overall. Like, so, so you parred the the hole with the bell. Then you 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 parred that one. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I hit a monster drive on that one. Um, did you cut the corner nice? I did, and nice. then I stuck it, and then I think. Um, actually, is that a is that a par five? No, nah, it's a four. The one with the bell. Okay. So, yeah. so guys, it just has a bell. It's a, it's a kind of a blind shot off the tee. So when you're done hitting your fairway shots and driving up to the green, they want you to ring a bell so that the guys on the tee box behind you know know you're off the fairway. That's always kind of a fun hole. That 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 shot is a uh, yeah yeah. I played that. I played that hole well. I mean, a 45 with two triples. Yeah. You no, know, if I could even just turn those into doubles. Yeah. Dude, so it's not about for us. It's not about making more birdies. It's really right. not. Yeah. It's about it's about ditching the sevens and the eights, right? Six, you know, maybe maybe a seven on a par five is 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 as high as we should ever be. Going. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so like on the on the back for me, I had one bogey, which is pretty weird. You know what I mean? Because I had five pars, which is honestly quite odd. I don't know if I've ever parred five of nine holes before, but you know, a bogey, a double and two triples where, yeah, those two triples, you know, if I want to, I want to be, you know, breaking 90 consistently, I gotta, I gotta, those triples has got to get off the, off the scorecard. Obviously the nine's got to get off the scorecard. I don't yeah. see that happening too often. Right. And then that's the thing, man, you get rid of that nine, you get rid of those two sevens and that's one of your best rounds, right? You're, you're, you're in the mid eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it was nice to, you know, really get my chipping going after that i mean i hit some nice putts which probably saved my score i hit a bunch of you know 10 12 yep. footers i was putting 30 footers really close um i didn't track my putts you know like i said we were kind of drinking beer so i didn't really like it wasn't like a full-on tracking stats type around but mm -hmm. but um i i doubt i three putted you know maybe once putting okay. Putting was definitely on, uh, which was nice. And the chipping came around after sculling on the first one. I left a couple close, which was which was nice. I had one um, par four that turned into a par three. I missed left. I had like a chip off like a rocky area, and I hit a really nice high one. And I thought I was a little bit short sided. I thought it was just going to land and soft and stay. And I think it like hit the collar and wound up like spinning out. Uh, called like the little edge. Yeah, I was like, I, I thought it was honestly one of my best chips of the day. I think if it was six inches further, it hits and stays there. I don't know. Just I think it like yeah, it just caught like the, you know, where the fringe meets the green or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm out like thirty feet. I went up two putting for a bogey, which is which is fine or par technically. If, you know, right. If you're playing it well, yeah, you're playing it as a three, so three's the par yeah. there, but for that hole so i guess i did shoot a 95 on a par 71 normally it's par 72 but right yeah, one hole is just so that hole actually looked pretty good i'm surprised they still had it like that oh yeah yeah it's yeah. Definitely, definitely drying out i think with this with this past week you know if we can get out there pretty soon we should be looking all right yeah just make that whole par car path only right i mean it's, it's, yeah the it whole doesn't look that bad yeah yeah shouldn't be a big deal yeah so, but yeah, right. overall, you know, pretty solid round, man. I just got to, it's, you know, with, with 20 handicaps trying to get down to 12s, it's just the consistency, man. Gotta get yeah. 
triples. Got to get rid of the complete weight. Got to yep. get Molly buttons. And, and three putts. I think it all comes down to to playing as much as we can. I think in the first episode we talked about our playing goals. You were gonna p- try and play twice a month. I actually said I was gonna try and play once a week. Um, I don't think I've held to that. I don't know exactly how long it's been since we talked, but I've only played two nine hole rounds. Um, but even if you counted each of those as a round, I don't think I've kept to that, but I have gone out to the range a few times and, um, I I don't know if it's helping me. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I had a a pretty bad range session yesterday. Um, I think I might be getting a little bored and I'm actually going to, you know, the resort close by me. So I don't have a range really close to me at all anymore. It sucks. Um, so I've been going up to Sifford because Leatherman's is closed now too. They're renetting, so they're closed oh, for two God. weeks. Yeah, so so I'm going over to Sifford, and and it's you know that they, they got a great chipping area, um, and they got a range. It's just always crowded there, and the range really is bad. Like the ground at the range is kind of like I'm hitting in my backyard, and, and I'm I'm not. I don't need a pristine <laughs> driving range by any stretch of the imagination, but it's just it's just not like golf course ground and it's hard as a rock so i've been hitting most mostly just tee shots over there and i'm just trying to get that that driver dialed in or my three wood i'll take either one um and i i hit some really really great but but it's there's nowhere near consistency i'm getting more distance on it than i normally do i'm getting a little more height on it than i normally do but uh, I could slice one, you know, 40 yards left and then hook one 30 yards, right. And I just, you know, if I can't eliminate one side of the course, I'm just in trouble. So I'm trying to really trying to get, you know, eliminate one of those misses. Yeah. I mean, one way miss certainly helps. At least you can line up to, you know, a straight shot won't kill you. And if you get a little bit of a slice, at least you could, you could plant. I mean, that's pretty much where I'm at, you know? Yeah. So I feel like my my iron my iron play has been pretty good. My short game's still terrible. So I'm really trying to to get to the range at least twice a week. And I'd like to do one is a T session and one is a short game session, chipping and putting. So I actually broke out uh, the strike plan again. I was watching some of those videos last night and this morning. Uh, I really like the approach he takes because it's much more about developing the skill rather than focusing on mechanics. Your boy uh, Monty Shinebloom there. That I should have never have watched that video. Uh, <laughs> never, ever, ever should have watched that video. Um, I just don't do well when I'm focusing on mechanics. It's just, it's just my brain works differently. I don't know what the deal is. So I really like that Adam focuses on the skill, right? Like, so hit the ball in this spot. Look at this dimple. You know, swing in, swing out. Uh, like, really just developing good contact. And he, he's got a saying, he's like, you know, focus on the task and the technique comes for free. So he's like, if you just focus on achieving this task, the, the technique or the arm position, wrist position, all the BS that a lot of other teachers are talking about, that's going to come for free. So I don't know. I think I'm going to, uh, I'm going to test that out. I, I started to read, well, I actually, I was going to get his practice manual, but uh, he doesn't have it available on Kindle. You got to order a paperback. So I'm not a huge paperback guy. I was reading the reviews. The reviews are phenomenal. But then I was like, man, you already have, like I wrote out a full like practice plan from his strike plan. Just follow that, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, I have to go do it. Yeah. It's kind of like chasing the latest driver or this. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to go do it. And then actually doing it. Now that the weather's getting nicer. um, Yeah. I'm with you. I'd like to get out to the range a little bit more. Um, I think I've told you I have a three to one range session uh, for every 
three times I do a short game session, I can do like a long game. Yep. Help a bunch, especially with like putting. I definitely need it for chipping. Um, I think my driving is getting to a point where it's, I don't want to say it's a strength, but it's certainly not a weakness anymore, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. But yeah, I do think, um, you know, the second shots on par fours, second thirds on par fives, you know, the iron, the hybrids, that that's my weakness right now. Um, that's going to get rid of a lot of triples, you know, um, you know, get rid of some Molly buttons and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, start dropping the handicap. So, yep. so, so do we have a bet on this? I, I know we're, we're probably running out of time here. But uh, should, should we put a bet down, you know, like by by a certain amount of time, whoever drops the most or whoever has the lowest or did, did we put anything down? I like that. Um, well, I mean, March 9th. I don't know if my round was technically February or March, probably March. So I have one already. Um, getting two shouldn't be a problem. Um but I was going to say for betting purposes, let's do who drops the most by October. Cause that's when we typically take. Okay. Yep. We'll usually go on a trip in October. Yep. All right. So we can, we can lock in the exact date when we have the trip, but we'll say by October 1st. Okay. So we're going to say not lowest handicap, but we're just going to say whoever drops more points. Biggest drop. Well, well no, I think we need to do it as a percentage then. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah something, something like that. All right, we'll we'll work out the details. But whoever's got the biggest drop, uh, all right. So we're gonna go to Pinehurst. We usually take a trip to Pinehurst. I think this time we're due to play what three and five or. Well, it could be Pinehurst, could be Myrtle Beach. Okay, so let's just say. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be golf round related it could be you know buying a dinner could be could be whatever but uh we'll we'll marinate on that we'll come up with something though yeah we'll work out the details of it but i do like so i mean we got march 9th you know we're talking months six months yeah dude like my goal is just to i want to slash it in half in these six months when when we go wherever we're going in you know in october i want to be a 10. Well, you better stick to that plan. That's right. That's right. Don't you worry about it. I'm on it. I'm going to get on my boy. I didn't find that Monty's very mechanics related. He's actually quite the opposite. Well, he's a contrarian for sure. So he doesn't believe in the same mechanics that people are out there preaching. What it is, is, and I've taken lessons before, and I probably should go for one right now, but I, I know that the guys I've had in the past, they'll say the same thing five different ways because the way people hear it, like like with you with the sand shots, right? You were like, everybody kept telling me to hit two inches behind the ball and that never worked. But as soon as I heard um, hit under the ball, yeah. it, it worked for you, right? Game changer. I yeah. actually two great sand shots at Stonebridge yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. right. To- totally changed yeah. the game for you. Probably yeah. not a strength, but not a weakness anymore. I can get out of the sand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, it's hearing that. Yeah, and I feel like the guy Monty's kind of like that. He's, he's, he's not telling you shoulder turn. He's telling you cock your wrists, right? He's like, if you just cock your wrists, and the shoulder turn happens naturally. And you know, he's not saying shallow yeah. the club. He's saying whatever the second thing was. All I know is he was saying different things, and I'm sure that it works for a lot of people. They're they're hearing it a different way, and it connects with them. For me, if I think about any of that stuff, 
I just become an octopus fucking right. football out there. Like it's just, it's brutal. So I, I, I just can't think about it. All right. So yeah, put together your practice plan when we're done here. Um, we'll figure out when our next round is and we will have details on the final, you know, bet structure and prize. All right. Sounds like a plan, man. I like it. All right. Sounds good. I will talk to you soon. Uh, think about what you're comfortable losing. All and, right. Um, yeah. I don't know. Last time we went on a trip and made a bet, I wasn't the guy who lost. Huh? The snake. Oh, snake. <laughs> yeah, we might have to talk about that next time too. The snake. Snake's a good one when you don't really want to worry about your scores or play match play, but you still want to have something on the line. Yeah, and it's it's not totally random, but it's random enough to where you can play yeah. like still win it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really <laughs> you don't have to really think about it till the last round. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds good though. Yeah, we'll get the details solidified. We'll come up with it. And uh hopefully next time we chat and we have an actual round to go over. Together. Sounds good. I'm in. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Catch you later. Have a good one. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review. You can also check out the show notes at yourstillaway.com and follow us on Twitter at YSA Podcast or on Instagram at yourstillawaypodcast. Also, you can get more detailed email updates on my journey to get to a single-digit handicap at chasing 80 Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Till then, hit them straight.